Thanks for tuning in and listening to Riley on Film. I am Damian Riley, your ghost host. While you're here, I hope you got your horrors worth. Find out more and subscribe, only not in that order, at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, enjoy the show. Bride of Frankenstein from 1935. Can I call this charming? A friend who wants a friend who is mentally disabled is cute, in a way. We have the protagonist, the monster. We see the monster in this early incarnation, desiring to be a friend. The mad scientist has grand plans. We get to see the monster develop language. We also see he is sort of capable of making another human happy. I'm thinking of the blind man who gives him food and shelter to heal. In this epic blockbuster film, we see a human undead monster and he's still got the drives for companionship. It has the usual mob trying to kill the monster. Through this exciting segment of about halfway, we see him as a flawed, even brain damaged human. I couldn't help but feel sorry for the monster. Bella Lugosi is a perfect actor for this human creature. Or is it? Is it human? Some of my favorite scenes are the ones with the blind men. They are kindred spirits in that each one wants a friend. I got the impression one would get watching a toddler find something shiny, picking it up, and becoming enraptured with it. Putting the monster through torture is what had me glued to the screen. I'm not into torture, mind you, but I find myself relating with the yearning, the longing, and even the lusting after a woman or a partner. They are such fine and wonderful creatures, those partners we find, and sometimes marry, and sometimes they divorce us. I also related with the block of communication that is present throughout. Did you know the Bible teaches the Tower of Babel was why God confused languages for all humankind? It tried to be higher than God, so God humbled them. The monster illustrates how horrible it would be to not be able to communicate. There are not many scenes of the actual author Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley. The film, however, does open with she and Lord Byron commenting on the lovely, ghastly storm outside. We see clearly based on the title and the plot. She is to be made into a female monster for the creature. I love the way they weaved the real-life couple into this. Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley wrote Frankenstein, let us not forget. It raises the verisimilitude of the movie and leaves us actually wanting to see them together. Unfortunately, we don't see much of the female. The latter portion of the film is where we see only her transformation, but not much detail. She looks just plain freaky. I like that. I get from her character that she too is unable to communicate. She is quicker moving though than the monster. In conclusion, this is to date one of my favorite classic series horror films. I really enjoyed the writing, especially the writing of Byron and Shelley and their dialogue. The film is a delightful hodgepodge of suspenseful orchestrated music and top-shelf acting. The result is a mind ride to understand 
why we should never bring the dead back to life. This is an incredibly atmospheric class horror film. I can give it no lower than 10 out of 10. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.